Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage. Well, first, I've been set a bit of a challenge and I was wondering if you could help me with the detective work. Andy Thomas got into contact from South Africa. He's trying to contact some old friends of his mother's, Jill Thomas. They're called John and Mary Gale. They had two sons and lived in Stuart Terrace on the peak. John Gale worked for Jardine Matheson and they left Hong Kong in the mid-1960s, possibly for Canada. So if you knew John or Mary Gale or might have have ideas how Andy could find them, please get in touch with me on my email, hkhradio3 at gmail.com. That's hkhradio3 at gmail.com. And on to the programme. I was walking away from Taiping San the other day and had started along Hollywood Road when I came across some beautiful wood carvings outside an antique shop. So I took a look inside and had a chat with Wayne Lee of Wing Tai Curios, Furniture and Wood Carvings. Well, we have been here since 1972, and um, my father started the business back in the 60s at Cass Street, I believe. That's what he told me. And then um, because of um, the government's wanting to rebuild Cass Street, so that forced him to buy this property. That's pretty much it. And then, And then there we are. We've been here since 1972. Now you're, you've got a, a sort of a long shop here, uh, extending off Hollywood Road. And um, in terms of, you've got a mix of wood carvings, you describe it as curios, also a, a number of uh, wooden and uh, ceramic antiques. So do you just uh, go to uh, collectors or people's houses? How do you find all this stuff? Um, the stuff you're looking at are from different parts of China and we collect them in the very beginning uh, from the cultural shop, the export company and then as China opens up um, we started buying them in different parts of the country. Now in front of us, in fact you've got wood carvings, can you describe to me uh, a couple of those here? One you said is uh, an old sign for a doctor's practice. Yeah, well, the sign that we are looking at right now um, is actually from Guangzhou area. I believe it was made in right after the collapse of Qing Dynasty or during the Republic of China. And um, it's, it's a very typical sign that you see back then. It was lacquered, but of course now you don't see the lacquer because we removed them uh, so that it would fit today's decoration inside your house. Also, you've got uh, these, are they lattices and decorations for windows? Well, the other carvings that you are looking at right now, they are from, obviously, that's um, pretty much a window itself. Um, and the other piece that you are looking at are actually uh, from cabinets um, or big doors. And then how do people use it as decor in a modern house? Most cases, people just buy them home and hang them on the wall. But in some cases, they would use them as the top part of a f- table. And we would make the frame and the leg for them. And all they have to do is to put the carving in a top, on the top of the table. And, um, and with a glass on top, is a perfect coffee or dining table.
Yeah, lovely. Uh, but when you were saying, so your father first started this in the 1960s, so did he have an interest in history or did he start uh, a small collection first? Well, back then we forget about interest. It's what makes you survive every day, then you do what? Um, making money was very, very, forget about making money. Making your living yeah. was very, very difficult. It's, it's just as simple as that. Now, your father, did he come from the mainland originally? or? Well, yes, definitely. He's from the mainland. Which part did he come from? Um, Guangdong area. So when you were growing up, um, and your father already had this Cat Street, um, and, and then in 1972 moved here, so this was this sort of a part of your childhood, helping out with the shop? Mm, definitely. I remember um, unpacking merchandise in front of the shops and um, making a mess on the whole street, and of course we clean afterward. <laughs> and uh, as a child, I remember clearly... There's one thing I like most is when, whenever we unload or load up a container in front of the shop, uh, my father would um, buy lots of sodas from one of the grocery shops um, just a few steps away. Because as a kid, I love drinking that kind of <laughs> things, right? And, uh, and of course, that grocery shop is no longer... In existence. So, so bribing the young labourers. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> well, not only for us, but for the youngsters, but also for the workers. Now, with these window, uh, the, 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 I mean, these are from cupboards, this decorated wood carvings. You've also got signs that would have hung outside uh, or inside a, a doctor's practice and, and also ones that were originally these, these wooden coverings for wi windows. Superb workmanship. These days, are there still wood carvers that can produce this kind of art? Definitely. Um, the, the skill is still there. Um, there we have very good um, crafter to craft um, wood and um, otherwise um, some of the carvings that you're looking at uh, wouldn't be in such a good shape without their repairing. Yes, I was going to say, because that really is an issue. I know from temple restoration and things like that here in Hong Kong that a lot of these artisans are now based in Guangdong as opposed to Hong Kong. Well, if you're talking about good repairing on wood, those people are mainly in the Guangzhou area or Guangdong area. And, um, well, there are a few live in Hong Kong, but they're just too expensive. You were saying that this sign would be at the end of the Qing Dynasty, so you know can date from about 1911 or around then. Um, and that, so a number of these items are decades old, as you say. So, but if you've got a shop that's absolutely full of wood, how do you work out the air and to ensure it stays dry and looked after? It must be quite a challenge. Well, in Hong Kong, the situation is is not that bad because, um, well, first of all. It's the humidity that most people would concern first when you're carrying a lot of wood stuff because um, if it's too dry, like Beijing, they crack. Oh, yeah. In Hong Kong, we don't have that problem. The only thing that we worry is bugs. They eat up your wood. And uh, what we do is we do two fumigation in the shop 
uh, every year, and that pretty much takes care of everything. Yes, no, that would that would be, yeah, as you say, quite a challenge. Now, in front of me here, we've got uh, a red wooden, uh, a lovely box with a clasp at the front, and uh, and uh, a large ornate handle. Now, what would that have been used for? Well, that was made roughly between 1900 and 1950s, and that would have been something that the lady used to carry their um, combs, make mix up that kind of things. You wouldn't want to carry it very far, though, because I'd imagine it's elm or is it? It's quite weighty, I'd have thought. It's for them to carry their stuff within the house, yes. not outside the house. And what would the wood be? The wood is elm yeah. or fir. Now behind us, we've got two stunning wood carvings. One has got a slight gold lacquer on it. The other is a sort of red and gold mix. Uh, can you tell me about those? Uh, very intricate. Well, that pair is um, from a cabinet, a very small cabinet. And um, well, the carving is something that you see in most of the cabinet on well, the the fine one. But the nice thing about that pair of carving is that if you look at the edge of the carvings, you see crushed shells attached to the frame, I would say, of the carvings. There's another kind of decoration that they used back then. Crushed what, eggshell or? No, seashell. Seashell. Oh. Yes, yeah, beautiful. But what's the actual design there? Is it a religious or? Well, this is uh, a story that... Uh, it's very well known. It's called, it's called the um, 24 Kinds of Love. And um, if you know Chinese uh, literature, you should know that story. Okay. <laughs> Is it a happy story? I think so. <laughs> Up the back, you've got something very ornate there. The red and the gold. It's sort of uh, an octagonal shape. Uh, is that, uh, tell me what that is. Well, it's an offering box um, that uh, people use in the past when they went to a temple. And um, there was supposed to be a cover that's covering the whole thing. And I can show you one with the cover. And then when they get it to the temple, they will open it up and then put it up on the long table with the rest of the offering to do their prayer and then they'll take it back home. Oh, okay. So, but it's a gorgeous gar carving, all, um, as I say, lacquered in, 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 or painted in gold, but loads of carvings on each of these panels, so it would have absolutely taken, well, weeks to create, I'm sure. These long, black, cylindrical items with carvings on the front, what would they be used for? Well, these are the kind of things that you see um, in big houses or in temples that are being hanged on the pole, you know, because it's, the pole is wrong, that's why they are yeah. cylindrical. So they're wrapped around, and they're what, basically signs of something? Um, most of these were given to the temple or given to the house owner by the friends or the believers. So what would they say? What, what are the ones in front of me saying? Um, it says, good weather brings good life. Mm -hmm. And the one on the back says, the sun will bring something new. 
Okay, sun will bring something new. Good weather brings good things. So all very hopeful messages. Mm-hmm. And uh, up the top here, you've got um, some old lanterns. Yes. Um, so tell me, where did you get those from? Uh, well, instead of the two that you point at, I'll I'm, I'm talk about this one right oh, yes. there. That is a very interesting one because I was told it's from uh, Whole House. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the night, I mean, most of the stuff were destroyed in those houses. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And uh, this is one of the things that was kept in very, very good shape. From and, the nineteen uh, thirties, or yes, yeah. yes, and uh, and and the nice thing about it is not in wood; it's in metal. Yeah, I think this is one of the lantern that you wouldn't see on other part of Hong Kong. Yeah, and so this is from Shanghai, or this is actually from Guangzhou. Right. And the other two that you were looking at. Um, they're they're, they're, they're both, much plainer. Yeah. yeah, those are those are pretty simple. Um, they are everyday lantern. Right. From what what era? Um, the Republic of China. Do you find that uh, your your flat yourself? Do you find that it's tempting to sort of buy stuff from your own shop, or do you go for more modern things within your own household? Um, I have two kids. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all very robust plastic and wood, is it? Yeah, so I try to keep everything simple. <laughs> My thanks to Wayne Lee of Wing Tai Curios Furniture and Wood Carvings in Hollywood Road. Thanks for listening and join me next week on Hong Kong Heritage. <laughs>